0: we interviewed uh, some candidates. Uh, at the end, we had the choice between two uh, possible uh, general managers to hire. It was a Chinese with a lot of um, uh, knowledge with German uh, um, companies already, and he also started for some time in Germany. And it was an a Austrian-Dutch guy, but living since couple of decades I think in, in China already and who fluently speak the, spoke the language as well. Let's pause here for a second. Let's
1: make a little uh, question here. So which one would you have hired? The, the Chinese guy or, <laughs> or the Austrian guy? China, Austria, almost 50 50. Which one did you hire? The Chinese,
0: the Chinese one.
1: Welcome to the Leaders in Consulting podcast, the show that delivers cutting-edge insights from other leaders of consulting companies. This episode is part of a special series of interviews recorded in front of a live audience at the 2023 Leaders in Consulting Conference in Munich. If you want a summary of learnings from each podcast or you want to meet other consulting leaders at our monthly in-person meetups, head to leadersinconsulting.com and subscribe to our newsletter. Please note... You must be a partner or managing director of a consulting company with at least 40 employees to be eligible to join our in-person meetups. That said, let's get started with the show. I'm your host, Sami Gebele, former management consultant and CEO of Savu. I've seen companies fail, consulting companies, hugely. Um, maybe it's hybris, but, um, but what did they do? They, they decided to go into a country... They uh, sent someone from the mothership. They sent not just one person, but a whole team. And then they went back home after one, two or three years and burned a lot of money. And you did it totally different. And uh, that's a topic, international, internationalization done right. And how you grew, not just in one different country and continent, but in the U S China, Brazil, Portugal successfully. Yeah. So, um, Yeah, Jota Dimu and Johan, or Hans Neubauer, co-founders and CEOs of Pixida. Um, Your company was founded in 2008. Um, It's a group of technology companies um, that does, on the one hand, consulting, I mean, that's why it makes sense that you're also here, um, development and delivery in the field of um, interconnected systems. Um, So everything that's also connected to vehicles. Yeah. Um, or maybe, um, you are in most of, or some of the cars that we are driving here with your technology, um, Iota is responsible for HR and organizational development and Hans for business development and IT. And your company has 400 employees, gross 20%, um, a year and well, um, you did something right that many do wrong. And, um, let's start with the first question maybe, um. What kind of advantages do you see? Did you initially decide to go international with your company, and what was the first country that you opened?
2: Mm-hmm. So we uh, um, went internationally, of course, because we wanted to find new clients. So we uh, stepped into US for the first time. I think we can talk later about this story, um, and um, we are not experiencing that in this market. You can um, Find new industries, new, but we are also seeing that German partner companies, they reach out to us to also, um, collaborate in, in projects where they need support in their international activities. So this was one of the advantages that we had, um, from going international. The whole, um, talent discussion drove us also finding and, um, gaining talent because you become attractive as an employer your employees uh, they see the opportunities you can give uh, to them to go into different countries to work into international projects but you can also um, get amazing talent from abroad which wants to come to germany to work going abroad helped us also to um, evolve our culture as a team so we got a lot of different aspects different cultures into the team and this help diversification but you also, say so it helpful. helps
1: for other companies it breaks and we're going to go a little bit deeper into little this little topic but um like hands-on which country did you open first and why and how like really step by step how did this happen what was the first trigger point and how did you get going about that topic then
0: mm-hmm. so basically uh i think everything started with our mindset and, uh, and our very open business mindset uh, uh, always have been the enabler. At the same time, to be honest, for many things when we started the company, we didn't have a clear strategy. We stumbled into the uh, opportunities and uh, whatever came across and uh, fitted into our um, topic and and our knowledge. Uh, we yeah uh, f- thought about it and and uh, made something out of it. And uh, we didn't have a clear uh, international strategy, but we have been open for it. And um, this um, yeah, brought us to the point that um, with our expertise, uh, especially in this uh, regard, uh, BMW Connected Drive, we are very experienced in that. It's 15 years we are supporting BMW in the development. So of everything we um, have been uh, requested by BMW to start uh, something in U.S.E. because uh, they had a rollout in front of them. And they didn't have uh, the own experience at all uh, how to do it for the U.S. market um, to bring uh, yeah this uh, new technology or new version of of, uh, their systems uh, on the U.S. market. And uh, some of our guys did more and more business trips to U.S. uh, supporting them. Uh, And uh, yeah, this increasing number of business trips uh, ended up in uh, the question, okay, can you build up something permanently uh, in U.S.? And yeah, we simply took the chance and, uh, um, yeah, tried it out the first time already in 2010, uh, everything started. So just two years after our foundation and, uh, we, we gave it a try.
1: So, I mean, I understand that like following the business is good. Yeah. So not just deciding where I want to go into a region, but, and, and I think many consultancies have the opportunity to follow business. Um, if you were able to, to work with bigger companies, um, but how did you, I mean, you decided, okay, let's go to the U S what did you do? I mean, uh, did you send someone there to open a company and, 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 and send some people from your mothership and now we,
0: we have covered the U S or what did you do? First, uh, I like to ask uh, who knows Delaware, Delaware, some of you. Uh, we, we started to learn also about Delaware because most of the US companies are founded in Delaware. Um, and yeah, for sure, there are tax reasons and other uh, easier entry barriers uh, in, in this uh, state. And uh, therefore, uh, yeah, we started to learn about uh, how to f- found uh, a company, how to start. And um, we had to start. Uh, finding the right uh, business partners. Mm, and this is also something very important in, in, in every country. Um, lawyers, accountants, uh, because we are totally foreigners uh, to all the system, uh, local systems. Uh, and, um, yeah, we visited a lot of uh, networking events and, and uh, um, used possibilities. Who is we? Was it? you or someone from your company mainly uh, me and one colleague at this time okay um and uh, yeah we uh, started step by step first we started the management uh, in us uh, yeah mainly remotely uh hired some first people in us uh, but um, most of the management uh, was done remotely we had the idea of okay Maybe there are also other German companies uh, in the US having the same problem like BMW. So they like, uh, to have support from maybe also German backed up engineers or supported engineers, uh, to get the systems running in the US. Um, but, uh, we also didn't manage it with uh, Daimler and others, um, because, uh, they also follow totally different strategies than BMW in the US, say. And, uh, we didn't, uh, yeah. Proceed and and uh, uh, have any further success uh, beyond BMW for a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, when and, did it change, or why? Yeah, and it uh, changed uh, the first time when we brought uh, local management, uh, and when we brought uh, a local CEO, uh, being born and raised in USA, uh, knowing everything by heart what is uh, general about uh, topics in USA and the culture. I mean, it's the different and culture, in the culture and since then we started uh, to evolve into the energy sector in the meantime we also have been uh, developing into the public sector um doing really amazing and uh, super interesting uh, projects uh, in general uh, digitalization projects uh, for um, public mobility uh, for um, yeah um, different types of uh, interconnecting uh, interconnected systems uh, for applications uh, so also outside of the automotive industry was a, what was a, uh, yeah, w- w- very strong desire always. Uh, we never defined ourselves as automotive company. And, uh, this is uh, amazing to see. But, um, very recently during the last years, our local general manager even succeeded, uh, in the automotive industry. Now we have, uh, we are supplier of Honda, General Motors, Ford. Um, maybe I missed one. Um, but, uh, yeah, it, quite well in the meantime it
1: all started by you saying okay maybe we have to get some local um, know-how and, and culture and people who know how to run a business in this region okay. and from then onwards and you were personally involved and that's something that i didn't see in other companies they just oh, the c-level just send someone over and they say uh, good luck um here you get money for an office and um and, and that's it and that usually works out like you described in the beginning you have your existing customers from uh, your mother country, and um, you you're not really successful in getting anything else uh, beyond that because you you don't have local local um, know-how, local networks, know-how, the business is done. And um, I I know that you also um, successfully um, started in the in China, which is like I mean US. You could say you could think you understand the culture, even though I think it's totally different. But in China, you definitely I I don't get it um, at least. Um, if, if you, and because I've never been there and I don't
0: know anyone by heart from China. So in China, we followed uh, absolutely this principle uh to focus on, on uh, local management uh, guys. And uh, we also learned in the meantime, okay, it's very important uh, to join the local um, German Chamber of Commerce. Um, and uh, yeah, we made uh, a job posting uh, at the German Chamber of Commerce Shanghai or Beijing, I can't remember. And, uh, we got, uh, applications from, from people, uh, Chinese who somehow already had also an idea of Germany or who worked, uh, previously in Germany or worked for German companies in China. And, uh, yeah, we interviewed, uh, some candidates. Uh, at the end, we had the choice between two, uh, possible general managers to hire. It was a Chinese with a lot of, um, uh, knowledge with German uh, um, companies already, and uh, he also started for some time in Germany. And it was an um, uh, Austrian Dutch guy, but living since a yeah, mm, couple of decades, I think, in, in China already, and who fluently speak the, spoke the language as well. Let's pause you for a second. Let's make a little uh, question here. So, which one would you have
1: hired? The, the Chinese guy or, <laughs> or the Austrian guy? China? Austria? Almost 50-50. Which one did you hire?
0: The Chinese, the Chinese one. <laughs> okay. And it worked out? Yeah. Uh, it, uh, up to today, uh, until today, it worked out perfectly. Um, it was definitely the right choice. He's uh, very business-driven as many Chinese are. And we even, um, I think I can say this, we even uh, will uh, let him contribute in some shares uh, of the company in the near future mm-hmm. um, to also yeah, reflect the uh, very successful, very soon, five years. So.
1: Mm-hmm. And how long did it take you, or how long did you take or give yourself time to find that one person that you said was the right one in China? Form saying, "I want to start there too." You hire that person.
0: Mm-hmm. If you remember, almost half a year. Maybe.
1: Yeah. And did you do it personally? One of you. um Me and my colleague Maria. Yeah. So again, top management lies in
0: personally takes half. To find the right person to start the local business. So the entire setup was then, yeah, almost two years. Uh, I flew in and out all the time, yeah, uh, doing all the setup uh, and also, yeah, finding the right person.
1: <laughs> yeah. So that's a lot of dedication. And um, but I mean, that's how you obviously. I mean, maybe there are different playbooks, yeah. but it works for you. And and now after you successfully started, there's uh, the the topic that I think you you are an expert on. Um, So cultures are totally different. I mean, Chinese, United States, Portuguese, German. How do you make that work as a company as a whole? Because it's totally different people, but you still want to keep something that makes you a company, you know? So how do you make this happen? Just maybe walk us through with one example. Let's take, because we didn't talk about them, was it?
2: Of course, we changed into English completely years ago, already a step. And then you need to um find opportunities and place opportunities within the company to connect all these people and to unite them. So coming from events to share knowledge, to open channels so they talk, to um exchange their ideas, to let them contribute to everything you do, even to to um how to say raise uh judgments towards you or, or different opinions and so on. Um, we do a lot of, um, sessions to come together, um, to collaborate, to build and to bond all of these cultures together. And of course, party,
1: party, party is good. Yeah. Party is hard? also, I mean, we have a nice party. I hope everyone stays in the evening. So that's going to be a cool party. Um, so party is good. Uh, free, free booth also helps. Yeah. And good food. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and, and I think, um, and, and that's tying in again and what you initially did, I think really good is finding someone who who understands both cultures and who is basically the bridge. So the CEO of that region should build the bridge to the mothership and translate because I think if you don't have anyone who can translate between both, then you're going to run into problems.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I think it's very important to find intentionally joint touch points and projects so that um, people need to work cross-country um, with the first, uh, yeah, abroad subsidiaries, okay. Everything was very local. Everyone had uh, his own business and so on. Mm-hmm. But, uh, from one, point we intentionally forced, uh, to have joint projects and to have joint touch points. Mm-hmm. And, um, this is helping a lot to find, uh, and to define the common grounds, uh, for everyone so that, uh, in the meantime, it's, it's absolutely natural for everyone to ask into the entire company if someone has uh, special knowledge about uh, something uh, what uh, someone needs to know. Yeah. So um, now the floor is yours. Any
3: questions to Yota and Hans? Hi. Um, I have a couple, but just ask one question concerning uh, wage levels uh, in the US and China, because uh, we also are, um, yeah, we are heading towards China. We have, um, also location in the U.S. or several ones. And what we experience in the U.S. is that, um, the implementation workforce, um, is somehow too expensive, um, in comparison to the, um, willingness of customers in the U.S. to pay for, um, those kind of people, uh, due to the huge demand, at least in the past uh, concerning tech talent. So, uh, it's more, um, um, yeah, in intermediate position and then having, um, workforce in, in, other countries. And in China for, um, for us, astonishingly, um, the, um, wage exp- of our potential, um, new, um, people on board is even higher than Germany. So do you have the same experience there? <clears throat> um, so let's start
0: with China. Uh, you're absolutely correct. The first year cities, uh, in the meantime, are super expensive, even more expensive than uh, Munich. And uh, quite recently, just a few weeks ago, um, I heard the same from uh, um, one of our very big customers that the internal cross-company charging rates uh, are, in the meantime, higher for uh, China first year cities than for um, yeah services uh, uh, they they calculate internally for Munich. Uh, so it's uh, Absolutely correct for first-tier cities, but I think at the same time in China we don't have uh, so much experience. We have just some reference information, but uh, when you go to very rural regions in China, it's uh, still getting super cheap. Um, so I think the difference is simply uh, the gap is, is really huge. Uh, I think in US it's the 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 California gap. <laughs> uh, I would say it's already there since a very long time and the difference to California compared to the rest is also super huge. Um, and me personally, I never understood why companies uh, still started uh, so often some kind of business in California. I, I never got why an engineer in California is three times uh, as good as in, let's say, German. Uh, here. Uh, hard for me to believe. That that's worth simply to spend maybe three or four times uh, uh, as much as for a German engineer, but uh, still, a company um, yeah kept on, on moving to to California and to start something there. Yeah. But, 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 the to but
1: then the lesson learned is don't move to first tier
0: cities. Look for other locations where there there's still talent. Or what do you do? Um, for China, mm, as I said before, we don't have uh, so much um experience with uh, non first tier cities because we are in shanghai and beijing mainly now we are starting more and more in Nanjing, but this is also um, yeah super big city um and um therefore i cannot absolutely recommend to go there um, because it's already also at the same time super hard for us to find english speaking uh, people uh, in the first tier cities and this is uh, much more difficult, uh, even in smaller cities,
1: to and find and the, uh, the, the no,
0: English-speaking uh, work. And in the U.S.? Um, in the U.S., uh, we are also very, very focused on New York uh, area. But that's also not cheaper. <laughs> it's also not cheap, but way cheaper than California. <laughs> okay. okay. Well,
2: the customers pay better.
0: Yeah, yeah maybe. That's, so, that's good. The recent experience with us and and, uh, especially the the rates uh, we are getting paid in us are at the same time very good hi um you talked earlier about trying to find the you use the us example where i think you hired a ceo an american ceo who could engage culturally with the customers out there how did you ensure that they could engage with
2: you culturally Mm though the other way around so of course you have to um also bring for for some time so that Um, they get to know all of us they get to know the management team and we don't even just send to US colleagues from from Germany they help there so we also exchange talents from US bringing their knowledge uh, here so this this needs to happen they need to be physically here to get in contact um, which would be I think one thing we could think of
0: and uh, yeah we have been very lucky uh, because we had uh, for quite for five years, uh, we had a uh, ex-German uh, general manager in USA. Okay. And uh, the U.S. guy we hired afterwards, he was already an employee. Uh, so he already worked quite closely okay. together with our German uh, general manager. Um, and although our German general manager did not recommend to choose him, <laughs> um, we decided differently. Because he said, okay, we believe in this guy and it was uh, absolutely the, the right decision. And, um, yeah, um, on, on this level, it also works, uh, very well with all of our, um, yeah, foreign subsidiaries, uh, uh general managers, uh, although they are also culturally very, very different. Uh, we, we have completely different, um, religions we have completely different um, ethics and everything so we are super mixed in in everything from all our general managers but they are working super together uh, not just with the involvement of the headquarter in munich they're also doing a lot of business together completely independently uh, from from us to brazil brazil to china or um, Brazilians have been uh, supporting all the activities in uh, Hong Kong and Taiwan and uh, whatever without um, any coordination from the headquarter. but this is uh, in the meantime absolutely yeah also natural in the entire group that they simply collaborate under them as they like and need.
1: So th- that's it for this session. Um, thank you so much, Yota. an amazing story. yeah. <laughs> That's it for now. Thanks for listening. Subscribe to our monthly newsletter at leadersinconsulting.com to get key takeaways from this podcast delivered straight to your inbox and to learn more about how you can join our community of consultancy leaders from around the world. You'd really make my day if you left us a review and subscribed to the podcast on Apple or Spotify. And who knows, maybe we can meet each other at the next Leaders in Consulting monthly meetup. Until then, have a great rest of your week. Your host, Sam.